everything from top to bottom with Thomas and Brett. We are here. Another episode. We are excited for this one, everyone. Get your voice out, making sure this is Brett. This is Thomas. This is Brett. This is Thomas. Yeah, make sure you're understanding exactly who's talking. Um, I'm glad we can help differentiate a little bit. Yes, because sometimes we have difference of opinions, and I, totally. ha- I hate to be the one that looks good. I right. I forgot that you were such a cunt last episode. Uh, I Honestly, I couldn't. <laughs> we haven't even talked about that. No. Um, I couldn't finish the episode because I sounded really bad the mm-hmm. whole episode. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why I was in such a mood. Yeah, no, it just happens. Trust it just me. happens. If there's anyone that understands <laughs> being in a mood all of a sudden, it's me. And so I have to apologize for insulting 1946. Mm-hmm. Um, to be fair, in my head it was funny because I was like, this really No, does. I knew it was. Like, I knew you were, I like, you thought it was going to be a joke. No. But I took it a little, I was taking it personally. No, you could take it personally and yell at me. I mean, most people do. They yell For at sure. me all the time. Um, but it was just, just funny because listening back, I was like, oh, this is a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, didn't use, I always listen to the podcast. And this one, did not listen to. I couldn't even finish it. Yeah, there's only been one that I have done the same thing to. Isn't that great? We just um, live in trauma. But, yeah, whatever. You know, now we're on a new episode. Luckily, <laughs> I've already had my emotional breakdown of the day. Perfect. So it's not going to happen during this episode or after. Like, <laughs> well, after, we don't know. Possibly, yeah. You have no clue, actually. The future could be unknown. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, well, I guess we could, that opens us up to what are hot and the ugly of the Ooh. week. I seem. I think that seems to be a good transition for us to start us to open us up. Yeah, I think it's a cute. I mean, we love to be opened up. I. You love to be opened yeah, up. Yeah, I yep. mean, I, don't I, even I really love opening up. You love to be opened up. Right, right, right. Um, but okay. So, are we going to start with a hot? Sure. All right. What's your hot? Oh, you're not going to start with your hot. <laughs> no, nothing hot for you this week. No, there's hot stuff. Looking for some hot stuff. Oh, not copyright. Um, I well, I guess I should say my. My hot is going to New York. I'm fresh off the press from New York City. Um, and I had a great weekend going out into the bars and living life. What uh, was your favorite part of New York? Um, was there a meal? Was there a bar? Was there a drink? Was there a situation? Was there a street, a building, a flower? I have to say, I, we so we went... We went a hole. We went on the High Line. Yeah. And it was gorgeous. And then we went to the little city. You know that little city? Have the you little seen city, you know, like little Chinatown. No, there's like this place called the little little island, little city island. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, yeah. do you know that thing? Okay, so we went over there. It was just a very peaceful day, um, because the night before we had watched the Drag Race finale, which was a lot of fun to watch right. the Drag Race finale with everybody just on their toes screaming Sasha Colby. Spoiler. So you were. Oh yeah, everyone. Fuck. Spoiler. So you were at three dollar bill. Yeah. Everyone was at three dollar bill. No, I know. Did you see everyone? Yes. Do you know who I'm referring yes. to? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, no, everyone was everyone there. Everyone was there, yeah. And not just, like, it was, like, everyone. There Every- was, like, multiple people. I saw multiple mm-hmm. stories. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it looked like a fucking festival. Oh, it was outside. Yeah. And it was just crazy. Oh, and this is, you know what, listen to this. Let me just, you know, before we move on to an ugly or an, you're hot. Um, New York, check yourself. Y'all can use more credit cards, Okay. Because everywhere I went in New York, cash only, cash oh. only. No, no, no. Y'all can have a credit card once in a while. No, we're trying to get away from that. Okay. In $3 bill, they have inside, well, whatever. Okay. Anyone who's listening who knows $3 bill, ignore everything I'm saying. But apparently for this night, inside was only card. Okay. There were probably 50,000 people in line for card. Okay. And there wasn't moving. Oh, my God. 
wasn't moving. We were there. I was. I waited in line to get a drink for twenty minutes. Would not move. It did not move. And so it was on at eight. And so outside is the cash bar only. And so I like scramble my dollars together. I have twenty bucks, and then my friend has eight. And I'm like, shoot, I should have more money. And so we go to the bar. I'm like, how much could it be? Like ten. Like, I, I asked uh, our oh, friend. I'm sure, a drink was like sixty bucks. Well, it was ten dollars for like a vodka soda. So I'm like, okay, ten dollars. That's fine for two people. That twenty five dollars. Like we're, we're in. We're good. Right. But for some reason, the bartender gave us doubles. Oh, so yeah, it was twenty. No, it was thirty. Thirty dollars each? Yeah. No, no, no. Total. Fifteen dollars each. Oh, and you only had twenty eight dollars? Yes. Oh fuck, what'd you do? I just said I only have twenty eight dollars. I got twenty eight dollars and two big nipples <laughs> to show you. <laughs> okay. And the guy said, Oh, don't worry about it. And I was like, Thank you so much. I'm so sorry. Um and then I went inside. He's like, You can keep your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went and had our drink and had the show. I love that. Yeah. Um, I really am sad I like didn't keep up with this season. It was pretty good. I mean, the finale is controversial because, I mean, everyone loves Sasha Colby. I guess I was more on the Anitra side mm-hmm. because I felt that she not deserved it more, but like for what I understand Drag Race to be, I feel like Sasha Colby ha- already has a name for herself and already is designed as a talent. And so – you know, her winning this, I don't think really gives her much more of a platform than she already had before. I mean, maybe obviously more ammunition now, but, um, yeah, I mean, she's definitely on a whole new platform. Drag race. That's what drag race does is it puts you on the national platform for sure. We have like our gaze. So like, we're going to know the Queens, like Mm -hmm. it's not going to necessarily be about like anything else, but like for all those straight girls that are now like buying her merch and stuff like that. Like that's the thing that it does. Well, she's getting more notoriety, but, Totally. It's like she already had. So there is like something. But yeah, no, I guess. She I get what you had mean. It. And I also, I will say just, I mean, I haven't necessarily kept up with this season, but Anitra's like lip syncing abilities, I think have like outshined so many other things. Did you and watch the finale? I didn't watch the finale, but I did see Sasha Colby and Anitra lip sync yes. against each other. Oh, no. I saw that a clip of that. Oh, this was their final performance that they do. So it was them two in the finals. Yes. So Mistress Isabel and Lux were done. You're correct. But Got they it. all perform their numbers. Like right. They all do their numbers. And I have to tell you, Sasha Colby's number warranted a win. I, I was so impressed. Like, If you had to think about talent, skill, um, entertainment, Charisma, all in one. uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Yes. All in one. She yeah. had it. Uh, we should watch it after. I will. I'm down. It's like three minutes. Um, yeah. Well, enough Drag Race spoilers. That's I don't want to give it away too much. Well, if they don't know by now... Get over yourself. If you don't know by now. Um, okay, well, my hot then? Was your week miserable? <laughs> no, my week wasn't miserable. I actually went to the beach for like an hour and a half one day. That's very nice. We have, with the weather. The weather is a yeah, hot. Yeah, the weather was a huge the hot. The weather is hot. Um, so one of my uglies, but it's actually not my ugly. I do have an uglier than this, but I was sick on Thursday. Ooh. And I like woke up. I don't know if I had like food poisoning or like Ooh. what, but Ooh. I woke up and I like was feeling horrible. And I was throwing up and I had to miss work. This is my first time in my almost two years of like being out of college and working that I've taken a sick day. Oh my gosh. It was like that bad. Um, And I was just like, I know I can't do this. So I was like kind of just like lying in my bed miserable. And it was the first day in like six months in this city that it's been 87 degrees. It was a hot one. And so um, a friend of mine like 
came over to check on me and was like, you know what? I really feel like you need to get out in the sun for like just an hour. Like you haven't done anything. You've just been lying in bed. You've been trying to get better. Like, yeah, which fair, but you know, I think some vitamins, I think some sun would like do me good. So some vitamin D always does good. We literally, we took like an hour and a half drive because of like traffic and just sat on the beach for an hour and then like drove right back home and he dropped me off. And I was like, that really was like, so hot like that was just so nice that like being in the sun and just yes. like hearing the water and like yeah there's something about for me being in very little clothing in a warm area next to a body of water that just it's so aligning yes. like something in me is just like everything is exactly where it's supposed to be Do you know what that's called equilibrium nature nature we are designed to be near bodies of water that why do you think and half the world it. well that's also true it is it's no i was designed to be naked born born almost in a way yes um no i mean I, yeah fuck clothes <laughs> i'm over i'm over well, fashion you know my thing when i get into a hotel room take it all off well get this the the, pan- robe. the pants off oh remember yeah, no, I do remember. I literally get into a room and I just start screaming, my pants have to come off. I was thinking, like, <laughs> steal the robe or steal the flippers. Well, I, you know I have so many. Not the those, flippers. The slippers. slippers. <laughs> yes. I had the slippers all over the house and flippers. Steal the teeth of the old people. So you had a sickening week. Sickening, mama. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it might have been food poisoning. That's um, But do you feel better now? But yeah, I feel better now. So Energized. Yeah, that was my hot. Okay, wait. I thought it was ugly. No, the hot, sexy beach was my hot. Oh, but you were sick. That wasn't my ugly. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, wait, I have to do my ugly now? You can do your ugly now. Um, I have my ugly. Okay, well, hold on. You, okay. already, t- you already spoke. I'm holding. Um, ugly. Oh, they canceled my work conference. Oh, that was pretty sad. That you was very like sad. That. I was excited to go. We were, going, we were supposed to go to Nashville for a whole week, and it was supposed to be Monday to Friday. I was so pumped, excited to see all my coworkers, and like, it was like a big conference thing. So there was a lot of things going on. There was a lot of classes and trainings and things that were supposed to happen, um, but they did postpone it. They didn't cancel whatever. They postponed it till April, August. Um, so yeah, they combined two. Yes. So I mean, that's totally disappointing. It is. Um, but I am going to Chicago in May, so. So now you're going to Nashville for a week in August. Yeah. Were you always gonna be going? No. That sucks. But yeah. it is what it is. I mean, I know you're excited. I'm just gonna miss you for a whole week. Well. Well. I'll miss you too. I know you will. <laughs> but we have a lot of summer plans coming up. For sure. Okay. Totally. Let's, let's not forget. I mean, we have to. Pre- Memorial Day week- weekend is prep weekend for the whole month of June. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. We got a lot going on. Yeah. Um, so that's my ugly. Can you top that? I went to a straight bar. Oh, you dubbed it right away. Yeah. Instantly. Um, it was horrible. All of our straight listeners, we hate you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what y'all are doing no oh oh no i okay so i walked in like i'm but first of all i'm at this like pregame with straight people so i'm like thinking like okay you know what like this is going a little awkward like i'm 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 finding the the few people that i know like to be like kind of queer like i know like these girls are tatted like i know they're probably like a little bit lesbian right yeah so like i was talking to them for a little bit but even then like i wasn't finding people to like i i wasn't like finding people that are like on my vibe like i just you know when like 
I feel like queer people, especially in those type of situations, like it's like we can almost find each other. Yeah. Like I'm like, okay, you know what? Like we're gonna connect right now and we're gonna talk and like that's gonna be really nice. Yeah. And I just really couldn't find that in this group last night. And then we went to this bar and like I had the chills. No, no, so it was just no one was dancing. No one was dancing. Red Everyone flag. was talking. So I was like, okay, th- like there's another floor. There must be another floor. No, no other floor. I'm like, okay, I'm a little overwhelmed. Let me go to the bathroom. So then me and my friend, who's also gay, go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Second, we're in there. We're talking at the urinals. Um, someone next to us chimes in and is like, you sound like a queer Aristotle. Like something like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Like I. This is not a safe space. We weren't hate crimed but like it's not a safe space like no. I was like okay so then we get back out I'm like okay so no one's dancing like I don't know what's happening so I just started to like try to make it fun for myself and like Chris Brown was playing and at one point I was literally just dancing to Chris Brown because I was like honestly dancing to Rihanna's abuser is more fun to me than like <laughs> literally looking at these straight people and trying oh to talk to them my God. and so then at one point like I found some like puddle in the puddle. ground Bitch, I started tapping my foot in the puddle and drawing penises, like, with my shoe, like, on the ground. Because I'm so fucking bored at this straight bar that I'm literally drawing penises Penises. on the ground with someone's spilled drink. Take a shot every time. Next, and the most egregious act of of all that these people could commit. Here it is. Monster comes on. Kanye West song with Jay-Z and, like, most famously, Nicki Minaj. Pull up on the Sri Lanka. What? Basically, like, her breakout. Like, to me, that's one of those songs. Like, there's so many songs that you come into that way. I would have probably wanted them to sing along to, but they wouldn't have, and I would have understood. That's one of those songs, though, that I was like, that song goes past sexuality divides and barriers and, like, gender barriers. Like, this song unites everyone. Nicki Minaj's verse, like... Our generation is united by this verse. And I like heard the song and I was like, oh my God, I'm pumped because like all this, all of a sudden, like the, the verse is going to come on, like, yes. you know, halfway through the song and like then everyone's going to get so excited and we're going to be able to like have a fun moment. Nope. It comes on. I start rapping at full like volume. Not one other person. When I say not one other person, I was looking around because I'm like, I must not be able to hear him. No. No one. No. That's like shocking to me. It's disappointing. You, like it's shocking. It's it's not shocking. You for me. it's really like I was so shocked that these like, people. I'm telling you. I've just I've never because I feel like even anytime I've been at a straight bar. Like to be fair, I haven't really been to straight bars in the past like two and a half years. Who should? It really hasn't been my vibe. But like before that, I used to go to straight bars a lot. Yeah. And even then, like if, if Nicki Minaj's MonsterVerse came on, like drop it, drop everything you're doing. We're all singing. Like we're all chanting this. Verse. Pull up in a monster automobile gangster. Like, that is like, like, what? It's like, it's like all of a sudden everything in my mind switch, like changes and shifts. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm feeling it. And it was just so crazy to me that not one person, like, just did anything. Like, not even one person looked excited that it just came on. I was mm. like, what? Like, what? I, I would hate to say I'm surprised, but um, when I was in New York, some of these gay bitches out here, they don't even dance. They just stand there, and I'm listening to the pop song of the century, okay? They suck. Embarrassing. Although you would have I mean, lo- it's more embarrassing for gays. You would have actually loved the bar that we went to, Hardware. They played every pop girly. I love. Ariana, Lady Gaga, Beyonce. Um, oh, they played Shakira, <gasps> Hips Don't Lie. 
I love that. Then they played Maneater. Thank God my breasts are small, so <laughs> no one confuses them with mountains. Maneaters. Um, great music overall. So I'm sorry you had that experience and had to endure the monster of it all. Yeah, I mean, it just, like, straight people... Get it together. Really suck. You like, know what? Abolish. It's just like a lack of culture, like a lack of like awareness Any, about mm-hmm. anyone else, like a lack of like excitement. Like I didn't see one cute outfit yesterday. Oh. And wait, actually, that was another thing that pissed me off. All of a sudden this morning, you're like, did you go to Lincoln? Did you go to Lincoln? I'm like, yeah. How'd you know I went to Lincoln? You're like, oh yeah, my friend was there and like saw you. Yeah. Uh, wh- hi friend. If you're listening to this, please come up to me. I was miserable and knowing like having someone that would had would have been like, Oh my god, I'm Brett's friend. Would have literally saved my life. Like I would have, everything would have changed. <laughs> I could have talked about Brett for like three hours. She said to me, she goes, I think Thomas is, was at Lincoln last night, and I was like, well, let me make sure because you had sent us a message that was like, I hate straight people, and I'm like, oh my god, did you get in a fight or something? Like, I so I texted her on the side first before I told you about it. I was like, did something happen? She goes, no, 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 nothing happened. She goes, I thought I saw him, but then I lost him in the night, and I was like. Oh well, he would have loved to have seen you, and she was like, "Oh, I feel bad. I should have said hi the first time." Amen. But it's okay. It, it is what it is. Next time, if you see Thomas in the wild, please just give him a good old. I'm fist. serious, y'all. Please, I, I really like. If you see me, please talk to me. I'm begging for it. I really would love some friends. I would love some connections. Like, I if I if you see me around straight people, know that I am most likely not there on my own will. Mm, if you see me, I am in the doing club, it for someone else. Be acting real nice. Um, all right. Well, I think it's time for us to dive into our topic of today's episode. I'm really excited. Which I get to kick off. This is what we should do. We should do hot at the beginning of the episode and then ugly at the end of the episode. All right. Because now I've been talking about straight people for the last two minutes and I'm pissed off. Well, <laughs> lessons learned. There okay. We go. Lessons learned. We'll come full circle at the end. Perfect. <laughs> um, Today's episode is about my near and dear topic. All right, all right. BravoTV.com. Bravo. What? <laughs> the Real Housewives. Bravo. Um, Bravo. I well, you don't know that that quote because they, at, at the end of the commercials they used to you know for more information visit Bravo BravoTV.com. Yes. Oh, I, I'm aware. All right. Well, you think that I started Bravo with you? No, well, my Bravo journey started before you. Please enlighten the listeners. Where did you begin your Bravo um, journey? Okay. Well, just like a little bit of a of a say so beforehand there's a reason we're doing like a bravo episode like bravo is kind of what helped us like start a friendship yes. and it has definitely been like a fun little why point people of topic. listen exactly so yeah <laughs> no i mean bravo by brett like is huge and that's like the only thing that's been like promoting us and four thousand followers now no i mean a killer hello and so yeah like we thought i mean bravo should 100 percent. we should have an episode just related to bravo because yes. it's, yeah it's our lifestyle oh, it's definitely mine definitely and yours. i have converted you into a lifelong devoted follower yeah so bravo started with me my junior year of of high school okay okay i am from new orleans nola and uh, when i was applying to colleges Mm -hmm. i was like where do i want to go like i kind of want to go to la like (laughs) and i was thinking trying to like find like celebrities that went to like colleges and like i was just like oh okay i'll emulate them okay um, so like Nicole Richie went to like University of Arizona. I like l- went to visit there, all that stuff. Um, 
then all of a sudden I found a, a bright young New Orleans lady who went to Loyola Marymount University named Stasi Schroeder. Oh. And all of a sudden in my head I was like, I can be Stasi Schroeder. Like I'll be the next Stasi Schroeder. Okay. Like I'll just I just want to copy her life. Like I wanna go from New Orleans to like being on a reality show yes. in Los Angeles. And Date that's what Jax. we're gonna do. Yeah. So I started watching Vanderpump Rules Ooh, for these reasons and was like so obsessed with it. And actually, like weirdly enough, I had a couple weeks before had watched this like Bravo did this like whole breakdown of the first season of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, okay. I don't know if you ever saw it. I think it was like a special. Probably and not. so um, and I was like, whoa, this show was like actually crazy. I think I would actually like it. So I got really into that. Yeah. And then it's like fun because once you start to get into Bravo, if you mm. like eventually someone else you know is also most likely like kind of a secreted Bravo person or yes. like also into Bravo, just like not super talking about it. An ally. And so then you can find other people. And so that's what kind of happened was then I found like a couple of other people that I knew that were watching similar shows. Yep. And obviously, like, from Vanderpump Rules, I went to, like, Beverly Hills. Yep. And I wanted to get a little bit of that drama. And I was always a huge Paris Hilton fan. So I knew, like, Kyle being on that was going to be, like, good. Yeah. And Kim. Yeah. And so that was a lot of it. And for a long time, that was all I watched. And eventually, even that got a little bit too overwhelming for me. And I was like, I think I need to stop this. And I didn't pick up Bravo again until I met you. Well, <laughs> what I'm hearing is, is I'm your your savior. Yeah. Um, I think from so my Bravo journey began when I was I think freshman or sophomore year. It was around like 2009, 2010 ish. Yeah, no, sorry, 2010, 2011 was when my Bravo journey started. You were a freshman in 2010. Eleven. Eighth grade, eleven. Eighth grade freshman of high school. I was in like seventh grade. Okay, it's not that far off. No, I know. It's just <laughs> you're wild. only two years younger. Okay, um, but. I remember my friend Allie was talking about um, the shows and I started watching them on Hulu over winter break and I started watching New York first and I really got into New York and then um, Allie told me, she goes, oh, if you like New York, you should watch the OG, which is um, Orange Orange County. County. And so I got into Orange County and then, you know what, it just becomes, um, at the time, probably a sickness. Um, but you just keep watching these seasons over and over and over and over. Well, again. yeah, I think watching the seasons over and over again is a little bit of a sickness. But it's also there's a culture yes. that is easy to like fall into. Oh, it, it's, it's a community. It's, it's a, more than just women yelling at each other. Let's just say totally. That. These women have dynamic lives with yeah. experiences and, and journeys. Like, it's its role in pop culture uh, is huge. Huge. I mean, the, the meme references, every time totally. I, I ask a guy, I'm like, you watch Bravo? They go, not really, but I know the memes. Right. And I'm like, okay, well. Because basically they're all from there and TLC. Yes. The, the, the world lives on a meme, which is why Bravo by Brett was created. Hello. Because I like making memes and I wanted to find more Bravo people, like you said, and they just kind of started flocking up and popping up. So when did the Bravo by Brett start? I think a couple years ago. 2021 maybe during corona or after um it was right when oh actually well, i can give you the exact timeline i don't remember the date um when salt lake city started 
Okay. Immediately when Salt Lake City started, started. And that's really kind of what I think got me a little bit of a boost because those women were posting me. I was talking to Jen Shaw. Right. We were DMing. She wanted to send me merch. Like, I was talking to Heather Gay. She made me a video. Um, Lisa Barlow sent me her tequila. Like, really trying to promote themselves as, like, newbies on the show and, like, trying to use – it wasn't just me. Like, it was other Bravo accounts. Right. Um, but I think because I was just so vocal and, like – you know, wasn't afraid to like DM them and talk to them. Yeah. They were like, okay. And then I would get reposted. Lisa Renner reposted me. Um, so the follower count kind of grew. Um, well, now we're at 4K, which isn't wild, but um, it's uh, it's something. For sure. And Are you kidding me? At this point, I can't. This podcast is only at like 1K. <laughs> On what? TikTok. On TikTok. Yeah, we're still at like 130 we, followers. Well, on we don't really post on Instagram as much. Um, but I've kind of slacked off a little bit. I mean, I love Bravo to death, but um, I think right now it's a little bit of a lull period in terms of what the shows are kind of doing. Keep in mind, I'm enjoying every minute of The Girls Trip. I've been watching The Girls Trip. I have been watching. I am not up to date, though. And neither am I. I missed last week's. I've missed a couple of weeks. Okay. Well, the cast, I, I, I think the future of Bravo is doing these like micro miniseries. Mm-hmm. And not doing the full drawn out ones all the time because I find it more invigorating when because we've reached a point where we know the cast members enough. We know they, they already know the game. Like, I think that was the hardest part of watching newer seasons of Housewives is that old Housewives, there was no game. Right. There was no sell me a product. There was no um, figuring out social media like they were all on the front lines of figuring out of so of, of cult, pop culture like how does this work how does twitter work how is instagram because it was all kind of brought up during that time period um and now now it's at, like you you can see salt lake city the girls know that they have to like it's like it's almost a formula yes yes everyone's fall falled into a formula it's the same with that show you know that show southern hospitality have you heard of that yeah that's trying trying to mimic vanderpump rules like all the people there I've already seen Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. They already know about like the Jersey Shore. Like they they already understand the concept of reality TV. And so it for me it it's like not as fun anymore. So the girls trip is adding like a little bit of a twist to where we're getting more of the behind the fourth wall, their opinions, who they are as people because in the past it was more of like an illusion. Like I really did believe, like I was young too, but I believed everything that I was being told on television. Oh yeah. Anything they said, I'm like, oh yeah. And then like watching like now, but going back seasons, I'm like, I was a fool. Well yeah, I think the girls trip like gets them out of their element. Yes. And not only like like I think that's why they do on seasons, they put the girls on trips mm-hmm. so that it can get them out of their city. Yes. But here it gets the girl out of their city and their cast. Yes. And it fully takes away everything that they know. They have to be themselves. Correct. And they have to find alliances and people. I mean, and it's super smart of Bravo because it's like taking your talent already. Yes. It's not like they're having to find new talent. They're not making a whole new franchise or something yes. like that to keep the people in it. They're like, this is their, their group. These are their players. These are the teams. What do you think about the idea that they're going to create more Housewives franchises? Because, as you may know, they announced BravoCon. Yeah. 2023. Yeah. You know where it's going to be? Vegas. Vegas. I thought it was in fall, the fall. It is. This fall. Yeah. In November. Got it. First week of November. And there's speculation that they're, they're going to announce a franchise. Potentially a 
Real Housewives of New Orleans. Yeah, it's going to be New Orleans. Real Housewives of Las Vegas. I oh, was, you think that's why they're having it in Vegas? That was a potential thought somebody had. I don't know if anything's real. Um, I feel like it's going to be New Orleans just because I've heard so much buzz about New so Orleans. So much buzz about New Orleans. Um, I think it would be great. I'd be, I would love to see a New Orleans one. Well, I think what's so fun about New Orleans is that what I would hope they would do is like show the real New Orleans and like show like a like black cast and like yeah occasion like well do you know they had a married to medit wait no southern charm new orleans new yeah. orleans it didn't last i know um so it'll be interesting to see what we they were aware of that oh oh um it would be interesting to see if they did a cast and how that would turn out and what that would look like yeah it's a super interesting city it's a super fun city it's not a city that holds like the it's like, I don't know. It's a little bit weird because it's not going to be – you're not going to get, like, Money these, and wealth. these huge, like, billionaires. Like, you're not going to – I don't think it's going to be the same as, like, Atlanta or New York or Beverly Atlanta, Hills. huge billionaires. No, I mean, I wouldn't say that, but, like – They broke. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe it would be a little bit more like Atlanta. Yeah. I could see. Yeah, that. it's I a little. Like I think that. it's. I mean, I, Potomac isn't money. That's what I hope. Robin what has I hope, no money. What I hope that New Orleans would be a little bit more like Potomac. Like I hope that it would follow a, a similar kind of thing like that. Well, hopefully they get whoever is the director, the the EPs for right. Potomac. They would take that over because New York, which is so sad. I don't know if you've heard about these this news, but New York essentially isn't really coming back. I don't. Well, they have the new New York that they're having, but the old New York is not coming back. Um. But they're doing a legacy show. Right. Similar to a girl's trip. Right. Which will be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean... Did you ever watch a lot of New York? I watched the first three seasons of New York. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I I don't I don't really know much about, like, where to chime in on the New York stuff. Um, I remember when that, like, last season came out and people, like, hated it. Yeah. And so... Leah. But it is wild to see... Like just because people hated it so much that they like canceled it when it was like one of the most successful yeah. franchises. Um, so it's interesting. I mean, it is interesting to see like how Bravo as Bravo's growing, what's gonna like really change about it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like on the conversation of franchises, what's your favorite? Ooh. And you don't have to just go Housewives if you have other shows that. No, well, I really do love Married to Medicine. I don't think that's a show you've gotten into. I haven't. Married to Medicine really is top tier television because it takes the um, energy of Housewives, but then uh, mixes it with this like, like I can't even explain it. So it's, they're not doctors themselves. Everyone's married to a doctor in some capacity. So there are some doctors, and there are some doctors' wives. Okay. So it mixes that dynamic, which is interesting because you have like the wife and then you have the real doctors. Um, is there a struggle there? I would think that's such like a big. Oh, for sure. Um, it's kind of like uh, we're smarter than you. For sure. Um, but then but they also have similar problems and issues and things they go through and dating and challenging and marriages. It's the most vulnerable cast. It's the most open cast. Uh, there's no hidden thing that's happening that you don't know about. Well, that's interesting. Um they're not afraid to fight. They're not afraid to be vocal or loud. Like it combines everything you love about like Atlanta and New York and Beverly Hills. Like they have money, you know, they have the glam, they have the sass. Right. They have, it, it all isn't, it's, I really do love that show. Um, Phaedra's going to be on it. Yes. Phaedra's wow. dating a doctor. And so that's her 
portal entry back in because they won't a rumor or whatever is candy won't let her back on the show or candy won't be on the show show she's on the show correct correct well i don't know that whole drama i know about it yeah and i like but i i I didn't watch it unfold or anything like that i've just seen all these different clips um and uh, yeah i think phaedra has always been like someone that's not going to necessarily admit when she's wrong yeah and so uh I feel like that. But, I mean, Phaedra still says to this day that there's a lot that, like, you don't know. We don't know about the story. There is a lot. I mean, another thing that gets really convoluted, which why the Bravo community can be such a headache for me, is that um, there's just so much that goes online now, which never happened before. Or I guess I wasn't aware of it, I should say. Like, I'm sure there was. No, it didn't happen before. I can tell you. Okay. This is it every year it gets crazier and crazier. Like But it used to never happen like this. I don't need a seven minute video of what the next episode's gonna be. I don't need to know where someone is at one time or where they're filming or who's doing I don't need a blind item. Totally. I wanna watch the season and see it unfold. Yeah. Um I don't need anything else around it. I know people live for the blind items and live for all these things. I mean, thank you, Dumois. Um or like spilling the tea in an interview or whatever. It's like it's too much to keep up with. Actually, have you seen that? There's this funny video about Drag Race um, where it's like I know it's not related, but um, they go like, if you're not watching Pit Stop, you're only getting half the story. Oh yeah. And if you're not watching the YouTube clip, then you're only getting one fourth of the story. <laughs> and if you're not watching the TikTok reels, you're only getting one sixteenth of the story. Like, um, it's literally what Bravo has turned into because. Like um, one of my friend's moms, um, she obviously is not on Instagram daily and just watches the shows like a normal, regular person. And there's so much that she's she watching in the show that she doesn't understand yeah. that's outside. No, I agree. I watch a lot of the shows with my roommate, Amelia. Yeah. And like we talk about it all the time. I'm like, oh, my God, did you hear about this? Or did you see that? She's like, no. I'm like, her Twitter timeline is not full of Bravo. Mm. So the fact that like Sad. she's just watching the show and then that's it. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh, I watch the show and then it's all over my Instagram feed. It's all over my Twitter feed. Like yep. I am seeing all these spoilers, all these opinions, all these things, all these theories, all these like. Yep. And so then we have like I have to bring that back up to her, or I like have to send her the news of like, oh my god, Did you see this? You see this? Did you see this? Did you see like our favorite people are going to be here? Like, well, that's why I'm not following like, anything that's happening. I'm sure you're aware. The world is aware of the scandal. The, yeah, the scandal, the Vanderpump drama, um, like where she is, where they're going. Raquel's chucked herself into a mental institution. Right. Like, it's so much work. Yeah. Well, so I haven't kept up with Vanderpump Rules, so yeah, I don't necessarily know all this drama. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I guess for people that like don't watch it, but a lot of people have definitely heard of Scandal. I feel I like mean, everyone's heard. Even of if Scandal. you haven't watched it, you know that Tom Sandoval cheated on, on Ariana, Adri- Ariana Maddox with Raquel Levice, whatever her name is, <laughs> and. Apparently, it's the biggest scandal in all of Bravo. It is. So uh, why? Break that down for us. Okay. Well, I'm really not the expert in that either because... Because um, I don't get it. I'm not as... I, I haven't seen Vanderpump through all the way through. But if you go back and watch the old seasons, which I'm starting to do a little bit more because I feel like I need to understand what's happening. Um, especially what's airing right now. There's a lot of clips that you'll see. Um, I probably could show you where like their interactions with each other... You can see it. D- don't make sense but then now knowing this knowledge it's like oh it makes sense now right um it's also this incestuous group of who's hooked up with who and who's dated who and how that happened and it's all about the lies between 
um, Tom Schwartz, like knowing in advance, like he knew months in advance about this happening, like kept it a secret too. Like um, it really breaks down a lot of infrastructure. I'm sure. I mean, I'm not really doing it justice in terms of all the issues that have broken down with it, but it is a huge thing to reveal and to not feel any remorse about it. I mean, cheating is one thing. Like, but yeah, so is that the thing? he went on the Howard Stern podcast? Oh God, no, Howie Mandel, Howie Mandel podcast, and yeah. he like isn't sorry at all about it. I think he was like, basically. I mean, basically, he's he's just saying that like this has been tumultuous for him, and you know you have to do what you have to do to live your life, and you know he's not getting that you're not getting the full story, and it's like everybody knows like it's black and white at the end of the day. Yeah, like you it were doesn't a matter dog that wasn't getting enough sex, and like right, it doesn't matter what um what she was what Ariana was doing, like. It, it, everyone's on her side. It's just crazy to me know? that this is like people are saying that this is the biggest scandal, and they're all treating it like the biggest scandal. It's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But like, Girardi Keys, like, there's so many other scandals that are like that is one of the big ones too. Huge. Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw. Yeah. Like it's wh- up there. Honestly, everything that Heather says, I feel like she digs a deeper, <laughs> deeper hole for herself. It's crazy. She should be studied. Yes. You want to know how to go f- so, like such a fall from grace so quickly. It's yeah. not even funny. It's no, embarrassing. It's... Heather Gay, if you're listening to this, you should be fucking embarrassed. Oh, well, don't say that. I know. I've really never bullied someone like that before, <laughs> but I like, I just can't. She makes me so mad every time she comes on my TV. You know what? We might, if people that listen to this podcast who are Bravo listeners, your DMs are going to be blown up. I hope so. Because people in the Bravo space have opinions, and beyond that, death threats. Oh, guess what? I also love Robin Dixon. <gasps> oh, well, oh, yeah. I guess we should ask what your controversial topic uh, opinion about Bravo is, and that would be it. Yo, I'm a huge Robin Dixon stan. Yeah, I am a huge Robin Dixon stan. Which is funny because there are a lot of similarities between you and her. Yeah, no, I mean there are 100 <laughs> percent are. No, I'm serious. I relate to Robin in so many ways. Yeah. Um, Robin's family dynamic that she's been able to put on the show, I have been able to relate to. Sure. Just that like my family wasn't necessarily this like traditional like two person household like perfect like picket fence. Yeah. And. It's interesting watching the show. Like, that's what people get on her for. And to me, it's just so funny because to me, I'm like, at least at least from this outside perspective, I'm like, her and Juan look happy. And mm. the two kids are adorable. And they seem to be thriving right now. And there's a lot going on, sure. And there is some infidelity and stuff like that. But in the end of the day, it's like, I get it. In the end of the day, like, they're partners that love each other. And... I guess I th- I think it's just like it's interesting like there are all these rules and I I don't really understand why people get on her that much. That's not they're not my choices. I mean I'm pretty much like Giselle, just out here alone and delusional. Yeah, um, Giselle <laughs> I loved until this season. The season of Housewives or the season of uh, Potomac? Oh okay. Yeah, this was the first season where I really started to feel like, okay, Giselle, like, you gotta, you gotta show us something. This was the season that she didn't bring in, and I feel like she tried to, she tried to like fabricate something. I do. Yes. I we're gonna also take a controversial opinion. I do. I don't know if this is actually controversial, but I do think that Giselle. Here we go. Pushed some things, and <gasps> I don't doubt that whatever happened to Giselle, like the situation happened. Yes. Chris took her into that room. I don't think he touched her, obviously. She said that, too. Like, nothing happened. Yes. I think that she she got uncomfortable, though. I think 
she tried to make that too big of a plot point for herself. It's weird. It's weird. Weird. Because the thing is, is that like, you know, from her, it's like, okay, she's saying her story and it's like, but the fact that everyone else is also coming in with stuff. Yeah. Part of me does feel like a little bit behind the scenes. Like, did Giselle Ashley like co-work yeah. this? Yeah. Um, and, uh, I feel like she knew Giselle knew right off the bat that like Robin wasn't gonna really help her out with that. Yeah. So I don't really know what what what's there, but we'll it was know. a little bit sad. I think this was the first season of Potomac that was not as good as past seasons. Well, hopefully. every every with Potomac, every season has gotten better, and this season. I think we're gonna get a revamp. I think once they get rid of Mia, we'll be good. Amen. <laughs> um, but I am excited. Um, you know, based on our conversations, like for the next BravoCon, because at first I was b- debating not going. Also, BravoCon is very expensive to go to. Yeah, how much is it? Um, the hotel's gonna be pretty cheap. It only be two hundred bucks per person. Okay. And then actually, yeah, two hundred bucks a person. And then, um, what's great about this year is that it's really more centrally located on the Strip. It's gonna be at Caesar's Forum, which is across from Caesar's Palace, and. I don't know what the tickets will be this year. Who knows inflation? Um, but a general admission ticket is like $600. And then VIP, which is what we want to be, is about $1,000. Oh. And then we'll have to get flights. Yeah. It's going to be like probably 350 or $300. It, it, it's Vegas. That's, totally. It's not cheap. Um, and then, you know, you have to, you have to eat and, you know, do all the stuff and, so it's at least a two thousand dollars. I would say at least two grand. Yeah. Not. Wham bam, thank you, Pam. It's like a two to three. Oh, I don't know why we push three. Yeah, I mean you're not gonna spend three. No, but, but like you easily could. Easily you could. Yeah. Like I mean, we're doing the cheapest option, meaning right. that there's four people in a hotel room. Right, but if you were like going out to dinner every night, drinks every yes. night, like doing all that stuff, like really, and not like going out every night, but like balling yeah. every night, like yeah. stuff like I mean, that. we definitely we have to eat out for every meal, right? Um, but we won't be like dining and whining and dining at the most. Right, you're not gonna be having like places. fifty to hundred dollar like meals no. and stuff like that every time. That's why it's kind of a bummer. It's not New York this year because I feel like New York just had more. Um, Cheese Well, st- stability of like a of a of a convention where like you, like Vegas is a city of lights and nights, you know. I guess New York is too. Whatever. Um, Whatever. <laughs> but Vegas, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm I'm not I'm not articulating that correctly. But New York just felt so simple and easy. I mean, there no, were I pe- get it. I get what you mean. There are. It's also only two hours. It's like three hours away. Yeah, so nice it feels drive. like a little bit like yeah. Um, but I will say, people that went to BravoCon. Didn't even go to BravoCon, like they went. And I think it's oh, they, they went to all the parties and like the New York. Not even the parties. They stayed. just stayed out late, living in New York. Like oh. losers, losers, loser. Um, and I'm wondering if Vegas will be similar, where like people are gonna come and like drink all night and gamble, and then not go to BravoCon. Fine for me. Yeah, I mean li- shorter lines. But there was it was just crazy how many people got tickets to go to BravoCon, went to New York, and then would just stay out to 4 a.m. and then go to BravoCon at like three o'clock. BravoCon started at like 9 a.m. in the morning. And you were up and at them. Oh, we were up, awake, in line. Like, we're, I'm here for a convention. I'll black out on the last day. I'm not going to black out night one. Hello. I got to see my panels. I know. Hey, maybe we can get you to come to Vegas. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, can we find a sponsor? Who wants to sponsor Thomas's trip to Vegas? Um, well, some trip. We'll get you on some maybe trip. Maybe Andy himself would. Uh, hey, you know what? If you're willing to offer any services... 
Trust me, Andy. I'll offer you some services. <laughs> Whatever you need, you Andy. You want a power bottom for your power top? You ever, I've got shitty. You ever heard of the Grand Canyon? Okay. Hoover Dam? <laughs> it is not that bad. No. Well, what? I have one more question, but okay. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> Wait, why? I'm just kidding. Because you're the Hoover Dam? Because I'm the Grand Canyon. Well, yeah, I mean, come on. It was so easy. You no, just walk I know. In, You just walked into that one. Well, when my hole's that big. You just walk right in. Figure it's easy to do. Don't ring the doorbell. Um, There's no doorbell. <laughs> I... No. Oh, I wanted to ask you. Okay, so what's your favorite out of all of them? And you have to pick one. Housewife. No. Oh. Meme. Meme? Yeah. Favorite moment. Bravo moment. Oh, that's a hard one. I'll take my question offline. <laughs> Oh, now he knows how to work a panel. Um, I think it's just so. Uh, there's just so many good ones. I guess my favorite go-to one would have to be when Taylor Armstrong is at the dinner from hell, and she goes, "Enough, enough, enough." Yeah. Um, a consistently used meme, I would say for me. I'm also very much into one currently, which you are aware of. Oh my god! <laughs> Should I do it? Slender, yeah. slender, slender. <laughs> Let me just tell you, slender, slender. <laughs> when Alexia does that, I literally was saying it all this weekend. It's so funny. It's so good. Slender, slender. <laughs> that is. Um, that would be your favorite one. That would be one of my favorite ones. But enough is consistently used often. Um, there's also the other one, which I don't even know if you might know. It's where I think it's uh, uh, Phaedra and um, Candy, and they're just looking at a pile of dirt and going, hmm, hmm. My favorite's from Atlanta, and they it's the one where they're like, who said that? Oh, Who yeah. said that? Who said that? Of course, yeah. it's so funny, and I like say that all the time, just to myself. I'm just like, "Who said, Who said that? that? Who said that? I know. Who said that? If you say it, the problem, the, the problem with housewife memes is that you start to bring it into your vernacular, yeah, and it becomes part of your language, and so people don't understand that. Um, that was the good part, honestly, about this weekend with um my friend I was with. Uh-huh. He knows every reference. Oh, he got him. Yes, got and him. so and. We finish each other's sandwiches. Like, we literally, I'd be like, and he'd be like, and I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, on that note, we probably should wrap ourselves up. Oh my God. Uh, it's so sad when we have to end a podcast. I just love this little space with you. I know a place. I think this was a positive episode for us. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I hope you all liked it. You know what? Someone messaged me. It's because I had my breakdown before the episode. Correct, correct. So, um, someone messaged me saying um, our friend Luke um, messaged me and said I really want another episode around dating <laughs> or and breakups and I said hmm, mm. we're really trying to make the podcast happy <laughs> thank you <laughs> we want people to listen and feel enlightened or um, have their day starting well totally. versus Versus, oh, like, a misery. Let's talk about how homosexuality is in the Bible. Right. And really start your day well. No, yeah, we really, yeah. That's what we've been trying to do, at least, is to be a little bit more positive and happy. And Well, we have all the time in the world to pick out our next topic, which, surprise, surprise, 
will be a virtual recording. Yes. So everyone get ready for next week just because like I we don't really know, I don't know how what's going to happen. Go, but this is Brett. This is Thomas. Um make sure you're following us on TikTok yes. and Instagram at top to bottom pod. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And Spotify. And oh, Spotify primarily. We earn more money on Spotify. Are you listening? Are we anywhere else? What? I'm always saying like wherever, where, wherever you get your podcasts, but I actually don't know that. Um, I always say that too. I don't think so. I think we're only on Apple and Spotify. Okay. Where else can you get a podcast? I'm sure there are other links. I don't think I attached it when I did it. Well, anyone's listening. Who listens anywhere else? I don't know. I don't want to know them. Well, we love you all. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you, Brett. I love you too. I'm so happy I get to have these conversations with you every week. About Bravo? About everything. 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 From top to bottom! <laughs> <laughs> okay, we love y'all. We'll talk to you later. Bye.